Welcome back to yet another thrilling episode of Babble Riot. I'm Elle. And I'm Lo. Your favorite podcast co-hosts. By the way, nobody's safe on this podcast. Just be warned. That's true. If you know us... You're screwed. You're fucked. Just hop in. <laughs> what song did you listen to on the way here? Actually, you know what I listened to was Tell me. Taylor Swift's. Uh, it's like the one about her dad. It's like a really old one from like her first album. It's like something about like having a great day. Like I had the best day oh, with you today. Cute. So cute, right? Yeah. It just like randomly came on, and I was like, I'm not mad. Kind of vibing. Kind of vibing. I love that for you. And I also saw this man driving. And know. his entire leg was out of the window. Sir? Yeah. Like, Put it away. Why do you not need both? Some people don't. Honestly, you don't if you drive. If you drive an automatic, you really don't. I mean, I use, like, I like left, brake, right. Stop it. Just kidding. <laughs> I just wanted to see your face. I've never been more disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) I highly doubt that. I drive with my leg up on my chair sometimes. Red and dirty. That seems dangerous. My reaction time's quick. Okay. Uh, Any fun news this week for the people? Um, I took a sick day yesterday, which was lovely. I love that for you. Just a little menti... Brain TV? Yeah. No, Men TV is a mental breakdown. Yeah. Did you have one of those? I took one so I didn't have one. Okay. I was being so a little proactive. P, preventative, and... Menti. MB. D. PMD? <laughs> PMB. Breakdown. BD. PMBD. Oh my god, stop saying words. <laughs> uh, P, Menti, P. No, P, Menti, D. Okay. Preventative Menti Day. Right? No. P menti D. No. Preventative mental breakdown day. Preventative P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mental breakdown. But I didn't have a breakdown. But it's preventative so that you don't have a mental breakdown. Well, I know, but I don't think I have to like specify that I'm gonna. It's just a preventative mental health day. Thank you. I will. (laughs) Um, it was lovely. I laid on the couch all day. Spent a lot of time on TikTok. I really just moved back and forth from my bed to my couch. That's honestly what counts in life. Yeah. So I had a little bit of cleaning up to do today. (laughs) A little messy? A little bit. That's all right. I just had to fluff my pillows and... Sure. You know, make my bed. Hide the vibrator. (laughs) I didn't have to do that. (laughs) Uh, mm -hmm. You're not wrong. I never am. But I woke up so early this morning... Like, as soon as my alarm went off, 5.50, I was up. I showered this morning before work. I did a whole... 5.50? Yeah. I did a whole get ready with me. I didn't actually, but I did (laughs) with me. With yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was at work by like 7. Wow. I know. That's amazing. She was living large this morning. I don't know why, like, 5.50 is only... Like, when I go to the gym, I wake up at 6. That's only 10 minutes earlier, but that seems incredibly early early like 10 minutes i used to have my alarm set for six and then i would always snooze it and for some reason i feel like i have more success at 5 50 and then i get one snooze and then i get up at six and snooze mm-hmm. okay but when i had my alarm set for six i would snooze for like an hour Ooh, and then get that's up rough. which like that's not even good sleep i don't know why i do it it's, I think it's just our bodies and our minds are, like, not yet yeah. together. It makes me feel better for some reason when I'm doing it. And then when I get up, I'm always it's like, worse, why the fuck sure. did I do that? Yeah. It's so hard to get up in the morning sometimes. It really is. Now it's 
getting brighter in the yeah, morning when it's pitch black and freezing cold. No. Because I also thanks. keep my room as an ice box at night. That's wild. It's better for your brain. From your that explains a lot for me then. Okay. <laughs> I'm wearing you hot boxing in that. I'm wearing like no. pants, a full sweatshirt, sun blankets. I like freeze at night. Socks to bed. Most of the time. But I wake up and they're not on me somehow. So a little sock fairy comes in and takes them off me in the middle of the night. Probably because you overheat. Probably. Um, so yeah, I guess that's my cool news of the week. <laughs> that's so fun. Mm-hmm. Do you have any fun news? <laughs> well, I don't think so. Do I? Um, Elle did come visit me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you tell it. Okay. Um, on Wednesday, I nope. was... Tuesday. On Tuesday, <laughs> I was nannying and I brought the little boy that I watch to the mall. And Lauren works, like, not at the mall, but, like, well, kind of. Yeah. Anyways, Across the street. Yeah. Um, and I brought him. He's almost one. And I brought him to, like, this little play area. And Lo met us over there. And he was so uninterested in... The play area, first of all. And then when Lauren came over, he was, like, absolutely terrified. Hated His me. His little bottom lip was just, like, quivering the entire time. I felt so bad. And do you know what the crazy thing is? Is what? kids usually love me. Big hit. With yeah. kids and animals. Yeah. They can sense my energy. Mm-hmm. Carson's a hater. <laughs> but I even... It's 555 right now. OMG. 555 on the clock. <sighs> After 4 for 4 today? That's and I saw 11 11 today. <gasps> Should I go buy a lottery ticket or something? Probably. Um, I literally, before I left the office, mm-hmm. put on like uh, several different like coats mm-hmm. and like put my hair up. I was like, I should probably like look nice for this little boy, you know? Like, really? whatever. Yeah. I was like, I should. I was look- wearing the same clothes I went to the gym in. Not nice, but like nice like comforting Mm. like sweet not too offensive yeah like you know crazy sure things yeah definitely didn't matter he hated me from the second i sat down yeah i think it was the environment itself was so chaotic there's so many kids there screaming running jumping like yeah shitting themselves a kid literally like fell on me (laughs) we both started laughing (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Literally. Get off of me. I need a shower immediately. <laughs> so my friend Endro and I were talking and she was like telling me that I look so much like Selena Gomez in um, No Murders in the Building or whatever that show is called. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's interesting because a lot of people have told me that in my time. When I answered that poll, I had a tough decision. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, and I, and then a lot of people tell me, like, I get a lot that I look like Elizabeth Olsen. That's the one I ultimately decided on. Yeah, and then Miley Cyrus and Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes is, like, more of a recent one that I've been getting, hmm. which is, I think it might just be because my hair color and my eye color are the same, because mm-hmm. I don't think I look like her really at all, but um, it was, like, almost unanimous. It was, like, 65% or so said Elizabeth Olsen. I could almost so, also see, like, Katy Perry, um, Zoe Deschanel. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and then, do you remember how I told you that guy told me I look like Irina from, <laughs> from Love is Blind? <laughs> yeah. He messaged me again. And again said, replying to this poll thing, you know, yeah, you also look like Irina, and you, like, act like her. Literally, fuck off. Fuck you. Listen to what I sent him. (laughs) Also, like, I feel like he's just yanking my chain. Like, he doesn't actually think that. He's just, like, trying to get a rise out of me. I don't know, but this is what I said to him. Shut the fuck up. That's so mean. Irina is literally so rude (laughs) and not cute. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're giving me a full-on complex. Ugh. 
so that's annoying. Um, but who is this that, kid? He was a friend of Chloe's, mm. and I only met him like a few times. And he was. I honestly, like, don't remember our interactions very well. I, like, think it was kind of, like, banterish and funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, one time when I was living in Germany, he sent me something, and it was, like, super, super nice. He was like, you're so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Like, you are smart and funny and pretty and, like, all this stuff. And I was like, wow, that's super nice of you. And he's also gay, so, like, it wasn't coming from, like, a I want to fuck you standpoint, you know? So, I don't know. There's a lot of mixed messages coming from this man. Yeah, also very weird now for him to take this, like, Irene approach. Like Also twice? Like, why do you got to say it to me twice? Yeah. Literally leave me alone. Yeah. Leave Brittany alone. <laughs> I do have a fun fact. Okay. The girl that fact. I'm uh, getting my spray tan done by next week, mm-hmm. I used to work with at Nordstrom, mm-hmm. and she spray tanned Irina this week. Stop. I thought it was so funny. Oh, I meant to tell you last night. <laughs> I'm Al. I'm Lo. And this is Babel Riot. Welcome. We're so happy to have you. So last week we got into dating etiquette and Lo and I both had a fair amount of questions pertaining to the questions that were already asked. Mm-hmm. So we went ahead and put out more questions in like within the same topic of dating etiquette so i'm thinking kind of just get right into it jump right in what do you think i love that for us okay so our first question (laughs) (laughs) i'm sweating chaotic is it hot in here it is i'm really warm just sitting here that's why i had the windows open but first question does what you're looking for correlate with how you feel about who plans the date? So the options were a serious relationship means that you want maximum effort. A hookup situation means that you don't really care. It doesn't matter to me at all, regardless of if it's, you know, serious or a hookup, hookup. casual. Mm-hmm. And then the last option was maximum effort regardless. So, 42% of people said that they agreed with, like, the serious relationship equals maximum effort, and 25% said maximum effort regardless. I mean, I think that, that, like, if people are on dating apps and they're looking for a serious relationship, they are expecting or looking for maximum effort from the other person. Mm Mm-hmm. If they're on dating apps to just hook up or have a situationship, then they don't care. But only 11% said that. So does that mean 11% of people are only looking for hookups and situationships and therefore they don't care about the effort? Yeah. Okay. So maybe that is like kind of a bad poll of just like, yeah. this is what your followers are looking for. Right. The bulk of them are looking for a serious relationship. Yeah. And when they're looking for a serious relationship, they expect maximum effort. Yeah. Because we did give these two caveats of like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I would assume that a lot of people, if they're on a dating app and they're looking for a serious relationship, they expect maximum effort. Yeah. I think so too, but I, well, I think like deep down that's what they want, but I also think a lot of people are so conditioned to accept the bare minimum or under the bare minimum that they don't even realize like what, how they should be treated Mm -hmm. and how much effort should be put in, Mm -hmm. you know? 100%. All right, let's move on from that one. (laughs) If you're dating someone who specifically tells you they don't want anything serious, but you do, what would you do? 47% said exit stage left, which, good. I think that's fair. The right choice. Right choice. 25% said accept it and continue seeing them casually. I mean, if you really, like, don't think your feelings are going to get involved and, like, you can separate, Mm -hmm. you know, sex and emotions then Mm -hmm. by all means I can't really do that I also just don't like having sex with people that I'm not emotionally connected to um 16% said continue to date them and hope they fall in love with you 
Delulu babies. Little Delulu girls. Guys. <laughs> My delusion girls. Welcome. And guys and gays and queers. <laughs> and theys. And theys and thems. 12% said cry, and I feel that. Mm. I do. Same. Right. How long should a first date last? 79% said no time limit, just vibes. 79%. That's wild. I don't think I've been on a first date that was less than three hours, probably. I am known for a marathon first date. Yeah. Yeah. 2% said sleepover. No. 2% said three to four hours. 16% said short and sweet, under two hours. That's what I answered. Yeah. But I also haven't ever really been on that many, like, dates. Mm -hmm. Like, I've only been on one Tinder date, and it was less than two hours because I (laughs) needed to get out of there. Yeah. Um, But one of the first dates that I ever went on with my high school boyfriend was probably about, like, two hours. Maybe a little bit more, but we obviously knew each other from high school, so yeah, it wasn't. I mean, objectively, I think one should spend two hours or less on a date, on a first date, because you don't want to run the risk of having the marathon. Yeah. And, like, and I feel like especially for girls, or, like, for me at least, if there's a marathon date and, like, we're drinking, mm-hmm. I... The line between we're having a good time, I like this person, and I'm just kind of drunk. I don't really... Am I having fun because I'm drunk? Am I having fun because this is a fun person? Am Mm -hmm. I having fun because I'm fun? Like, you just kind of, like, lose lose the plot. Yeah, totally. (laughs) So I think in my perfect world, a two-hour first date seems appropriate yeah and that's plenty of time to get drinks mm-hmm. and then dinner or just a long dinner yeah or even see a movie or go do some kind of activity yeah two hours is plenty of time and I think people I think guys probably think that I think they don't know how to like exit yeah. I think no one knows how to exit no I would so agree. I think like I see I've never done this so it's like it's hard to like preach to the choir when you know I have no room You're to not stand. The preacher or the choir right but <laughs> I'm hopefully moving forward I will take my own advice as well and just put out there like I have a meeting or I have other plans obligations. or obligations yeah at this time so happy to meet you for a drink or dinner you know for two hours but I have to skedaddle Mm -hmm. and like give yourself and that person a time frame so that they they know and you know that there is an end date and that gives you guys an easy out and also like even if you do like the person I think it's good to leave it yes because it's it leaves you both wanting more yeah because it leaves it kind of unfinished right. in a sense that now you both are going to be more interested in making future plans yeah and more invested in doing that yeah and if you do like a marathon day and it's the evening and it gets late like what are the chances you're going to go home with this person mm-hmm. what are the chances he's going to come home with you and mm-hmm. then it's just going to be maybe like a one night stand thing and then you guys don't talk anymore yeah and that's not what you want if you're looking for a serious relationship that's not the kind of energy you want to give off yeah 100% i think happy hour is probably the best way to approach that yeah. and be like i either have dinner plans or like i have more work that i have to get back to later mm-hmm. and that also gives you a good excuse to not drink as much yeah. and just be like i have a few hours to meet we can get drinks here you have like two maximums so you're still kind of within your realm depending on your yeah. alcohol consumption yeah of making smart choices for yourself and not getting too drunk to the point that this date now is loosey-goosey yeah and like (laughs) not in reality any longer yeah Yeah. for sure okay so I put out like before I put these (laughs) before I did these questions I made a little video saying please pay attention to who these questions are for and answer them based on that prerequisite 
thank you for most of you who did that, but there's still, like, a bunch that didn't. Come on, guys. And it's like, okay, maybe you didn't want to listen to me talk, so you just, like, tap through. That's fine. But then in big, bold letters, in a separate color than the rest of it, it says this question is for people that date women. And then I had a few people that date men come up in here and answer some questions. Mm-mm. And I know it, it's not just, like, they date men and women. They only date men. I know this for a fact. Mm-mm. So it's fine. Like Get out. <laughs> right now leave it's the end of you and me okay so this question was meant for people that date women and the question is when do you confirm the date with a woman 49% said the morning of love we love that 31% said the day before also acceptable 8% said couple hours before the date eh, wrong <laughs> said, I just assume the date is still on if no one cancels. Come on. I mean, like, the thing is, like, that should be the case in a perfect world. But there's just so much going on in people's lives these days that you need to confirm. Also, with ghosting culture, Mm -hmm. it's... People get ghosted all the time before dates. So you need to step in and say, looking forward to our date tomorrow at this time, you know, are you still game? Mm-hmm. And I personally think that the person doing that should be the person that asked you out. 100%. Do you know what really jaded me? Hmm. Is I made plans, well not even I, this mm-hmm. man made plans with me mm-hmm. for a little date on a Friday night. I didn't really want to go, but I bucked up and yeah. put on my big girl pants and yeah. went. It was at Dino's, so like, all right, minimal effort. I didn't have a lot to lose. I was like, whatever. Dino's, for those of you who don't know, yeah. is this like shit dive bar. Uh, watch your language. Okay, it's a dive bar. Thank you. And it's like the town dive bar that like all of our yeah. like high school people go to. He went to our high school, so all right. Well. Tea. Um, so he invited me and didn't follow up the day before or the day of. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? Neither one of us says no. We can't any longer. Right. So I'm assuming it's still on. Yeah. I get ready. I drive down there. I wait in the parking lot for him to say, like, hey, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Doesn't happen. So at the time that we agreed to meet, I get out of my car. I do a walkthrough to see if he's there. Oh, my God. Not there. So I go to the bathroom. I'm like, I'll give him a couple minutes. Maybe he's just yeah. running late. Yeah. Benefit of the doubt. Ugh. No. Walk out to my car, and then I sit in the parking lot and wait. 15 minutes after our date was supposed to start just in case. Yeah. Because I also don't want to, like, be a bitch and not show up and then have him show up and think that I didn't show up. Right. But I'm also not going to fucking text him. Yeah. Never shows up. Wow. So So you just got stood up. 100%. And then he spent the next few years apologizing and trying to make it up. So, moral of the story, confirm your dates. Mm Mm-hmm. If you reached out to the person to make a date, set a date, make a date, that's very German of me. Both of them. Um, you should be the one that says the day before or, or the, the morning. morning of. Morning of is bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Day before, I feel like, is better just to soothe the soul. You can go to bed kind of mentally preparing. Right. You can set your day up the next day of yeah. what you need to do to get ready Morning of is kind of like pushing, a little last minute pushing the anxiety girlies and yeah boys out there. Here's another fun tip for the men out there or anyone who dates women. Women take a long time to get ready. Mm-hmm. They plan out sometimes their entire week mm-hmm. so that they can do things like shower on the right day, like wash their hair on the right day. Go to the gym at the right time so that they shower. Not even just a sh- like a full shower. Full shower, you guys. Like we're, we're talking yeah. hair. Yeah. Body. Yeah. We're shaving. Yeah. We're exfoliating. Yeah. We're doing like 
a marathon in the shower. Yeah. It's a whole entire thing in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So you guys need to respect that we are planning our entire day, sometimes our entire week or couple days around a date so that we can like time everything perfectly. Mm -hmm. So when you don't, when you ghost last minute, that ruins literally like an entire week sometimes. (laughs) Not like, not, it's not like that aggressive, but I I feel like, you get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Preparation and... Uh, like nervousness, anxiety, like doing all of your things and checking all your boxes so that mm-hmm. you know that you're in the best headspace, you feel the best, yeah, done everything that you know that you can to go into the state feeling the best that you can. Right. And also like if I just shaved my entire body or I just washed my I wash my hair once or twice a week and I'm going to do it the day that we have a date and if I wash my hair and we don't go out on that date, I've now just wasted a wash day Mm -hmm. and if I have like another day that comes up in like two days or something like it's the whole thing is just screwed up yeah so it's really fucking frustrating (laughs) when we can't even get a confirmation that there's a date yeah you know I would argue always do the day before especially if the woman that you are seeing has like a corporate or pretty consistent everyday nine to five job Mm -hmm. because she's now spending all day at work too like she's getting ready in the morning spending all day at work and then you're expecting her to like turn time for a date in a few hours after she's been at work all day right exhausting yeah completely so that's just a little point I wanted to make on that. <laughs> just a short, short little point. <laughs> um, okay. This one it was for if you identify as male or not female. So is it a turn off when a woman messages first on a dating app? 96% said not at all. I love the confidence. And I'm like, really? Because when I've messaged, and I don't do it often, but the a couple times that I've messaged a guy on a dating app, they didn't reply. So, Foul. how do you explain that? <laughs> it's weird. 4% said, yes, if I want to talk to you, I'll message you ASAP. And then the other ones were 0%. So, Is it a turnoff when women text you first or double text? Or would you prefer she doesn't text you until you text her first? said I love when a gal shows interest and initiative. Of that 79%, there was a good amount of them that were lesbians. And then 21% said, not a turnoff, but can be annoying. And I'm assuming that's like the double texting thing. Mm -hmm. This one was for if you date women. In general, do you prefer to take the lead or do you prefer the woman takes the lead and wears the pants? 61% said I prefer a give and take approach, 50-50. Which is fair. I get that. 16% 16% I said, 16% said I prefer taking the lead and wearing the pants. 16% said I prefer leading most of the time, but not always. And 8% said I prefer the woman taking the lead. I was expecting there to be more people saying I prefer taking the lead wearing the pants. Because mm-hmm. it was only 16%. But I really, I guess in today's day and age, like, this like 50-50 equality thing is real popular mm-hmm. which like I don't hate that but like I hate it a little bit it's like I like yes equality is great I want equality but also like I want someone to step up a little bit like I can step up in ways that are not leading mm-hmm. if that makes sense but like I want the person that I'm dating to like take on the lead a little bit Yeah, and I mean, I think that's okay. And obviously there's still people that would agree with that too. Or Mm -hmm. like at least, I think even when people say 50-50, in their true heart of hearts, they're always gonna settle into one role or the other. Yeah, You're always gonna have one person that's more of like a leader, takes more of that dominant role, Mm -hmm. and you're always gonna have somebody that doesn't and is the more passive, submissive person. Yeah. So... I would assume that a good amount of that percentage of people. I did have a girl message me and say, what if I'm, she was like, 
I definitely take the lead, but I don't wear the pants. And I was like, I love that. I love that. I think that's kind of <laughs> it. Yeah. I kind of want the opposite. You want to take the lead and have the other person wear the pants? No, I want oh. to wear the pants, but I want you to take the lead. That's that's what she meant. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like or no. She so she's gay uh-huh. and she takes the lead, but her partner wears the pants. Which is what I would want. Like I would want to wear the pants and my partner to take the lead. And that's what you're saying you would want as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the opposite of her. She yeah. says, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I literally was just the meme of like all the math in the air like trying to figure that out <laughs> I was like we're saying the same thing we are we <laughs> I think so okay this next one was um so this was based off of a question from last week so last week 62% of men said it's nice to not have to take the lead and we wanted to know why is that mm-hmm so, 62% said, I value her input and prefer to collaborate. Again, this is why I would have, like, three dates in your back pocket mm-hmm. at all times that are slightly different and yeah. offer, like, different women different things. Yeah. And they're, different women are going to want different dates. Right. So, having three options that are kind of spread out with what you do and where you go is a good idea. Yeah. I because agree. even, like, Charles. Mm. was like let me give you restaurants or places that I like to go and then you choose which I like that of like Mm -hmm. let me give you three or four ideas or like options and then you pick I think it should be the other way around for sure yeah if a guy was like okay here are three things here are my three back pocket dates yeah which one do you want to do which one sounds like the most fun Mm -hmm. or the most you yeah and then you do that for sure so 31% said, I always take the lead, so a break would be nice. I can understand that, too. Like, especially if you're, like, in your everyday job or, like, in your family, whatever, you're the one always taking on, like, a lot of responsibility. Maybe in your partnership, you don't want that as much. 4% said, I'm lazy or not motivated. And 4% said, I'm busy benefiting from the patriarchy. At least you're honest. (laughs) I live in Bellevue, you guys, so. Um... I will say I've had times in the past in dating and I like genuinely just don't want to use the brain power. Like I do not care what we do. Mm. I just don't want to think. Yeah. All right. Is that driving you insane? Yeah. It's driving me insane. Okay, I'm going to pause it until it fucking stops. I'm usually very down for a collaborative like 50-50. Mm-hmm. Either I name three places or you name three places. Like when I've been dating somebody. Yeah. Or with somebody in a relationship, or even, like, friends. I feel like it's a really nice tool of, like, these are three places that sound good for dinner tonight. What do you want to do? Yeah. So then you're not putting the choice all on one person. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I'm, like, genuinely do not care. I want to be mindless tonight. Yeah, I I want you to plan everything. Tell me where to be and at what time, and I'll be there. Yep. Or, like, I would like to get ready. And then I yeah. want to go sit in the car. Mm-hmm. I want you to drive me to the place. Yeah. And then we sit there and we have a meal. Mm-hmm. And then you drive me back home. <laughs> and then we sit and we hang out. And like... it's a lot of sitting. Yeah. Easy breezy. <laughs> Cover girl. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, totally. And I, But I also think that... Okay, let's say someone... You match with someone. They mention they want to take you out on a date. And you're like, okay, great. And then they don't really like plan anything and you're just kind of like in this limbo of like are they gonna ask me that's such a turnoff mm-hmm. like it's if you're kind gonna of a red flag. if you're gonna put that seed mm-hmm. in my mind that you want to take me out you better do it mm-hmm. you know you better follow through yeah because it's just so frustrating when people are like oh I want to do this or that with you and then it's been a week or two and nothing's happened and also at some point like one person has to give, but if it's, like, that doesn't feel fun. That's not, like, cute to just be, like, oh, fine, like, I guess I'll take the lead. Yeah. You know? If you ask somebody out or, like, you say, like, I would love to take you here, I would love to do that, mm-hmm. then it's now your responsibility to follow up and do that. Because yeah. at some point, if 
two people are just talking, one person at some point, if they are vibing, is going to say that and is going to be interested, whether that's the more masculine or more feminine person in this Mm -hmm. chat. Mm -hmm. So, but I think if you ask, you need to be the one that follows up and makes the plan to do that then. Totally. I actually asked someone out today. Oh my God. (laughs) Are you going to plan it? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) You're on the hook now. I know. Uh, it's a girl, so I felt like a little bit more. It's like a little easier to mm-hmm. do that. I'll help you. Thanks. Well, I mean, I just suggested we get drinks, and we're gonna. I'm gonna let her know next week when I'm available to do so. And you know what? I'm gonna follow through. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah, and the day before, I'm gonna text her and be like, "I'm just confirming that we're." good to go for tomorrow so that you can take your shower she's gonna cream her jeans (laughs) (laughs) that's the goal (laughs) okay but no bringing people back to my apartment what well i'm gone i guess you can actually i don't really care oh are you gonna like move in move in or are you just gonna use this as like a workspace yeah okay i don't think i'll sleep here okay also she lives in seattle and like if we go out in seattle also, no sleepovers. No sleepovers. And yeah, I just, I think she's cute and I want to get to know her. I don't want to like get in her pants just yet. Mm-hmm. So, I love yeah. that for you. Okay. Uh, let's move on from that one. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to answer this question. If you believe that a man or whoever asked you out should not pick up the first date bill. So the question is, what is your argument for not wanting to pay or wanting to split the bill on the first date? 53% said, I will pay, but I don't like being expected to pay. 37% said, it's an outdated tradition and unfair. 7% said, I'm not a sugar daddy. And 3% said, it goes against equality. You guys. (laughs) Can you rattle off some of the ones that said that? What? What do you mean? Like, the people? Yeah. Let's look. What? What's my favorite? It's an outdated tradition and unfair. Let's look at those people. Why are so many girls in here? Also, like, that's even weirder that there's girls answering this question. Because mm-hmm. now you're saying, I'd happily split the bill with you. Hell, I'll even pay it myself because it's an outdated tradition and unfair. Come on. Yeah. I took three hours to get ready. What did you do? Hopped in the shower, used your one bar of soap. Whoa. (laughs) You're going to make an enemy out of every man that listens to us. Slow down. (laughs) Cool off. I, I don't mean to make an enemy and I don't mean to say that men have to pay for everything but i feel like i've made my opinion and my point very clear as to why a man or the person who asks you out should pay for the first date yeah like i I just don't think it's that complicated also another point i could literally die you could murder me (laughs) the least you could do is pick up the fucking gin and tonic bill, okay? It's yes. not that hard. And no, 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 like I, I know I am coming off like a bit aggressive and but you know what? The the right person for me will not think that's aggressive. They'll be like, "Hell yeah. Go off, queen." T. In general, like keeping up your appearance for like societal standards and stuff, like we have a lot more to do. Also, you know what we have to buy? Tampons. And razors. Razors. The pink tax, you guys, if you don't know anything about it, look it up. Pink tax. Let's Google it right now. Let's do do a little lesson. Oh my god. It's heinous and hideous and awful. And I wish that more people knew about it. You're about to find out. The pink tax refers to the tendency for products marketed specifically toward women to be more expensive than those marketed toward men. This phenomenon is often attributed to gender-based price discrimination, whose name stems from the observation that many of the affected products are pink. How about them apples? 
Literally for why. So dumb. It's frightening. Like, honestly, I wish that more men, and I mean, I don't even have that much room to speak on this issue. I do as a woman, but I don't actively have a period every single month right now. But the amount of money that women spend on feminine hygiene products every single month, 12 months out Mm -hmm. of every single year Mm -hmm. for like 40 years is ridiculous. Also, so that you guys can not wear a condom, we pay for birth control. So now what? Pay for my fucking drink. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) It's just, it's something that I'm passionate about because we're not equal. Like we're, it's, we're not like, yes, we are, we are growing towards equality, but we're not equal. It's not there yet. Yeah. So just. Even the gender pay gap is still very large. Yeah. So. Yeah. So just do your part. It's not. Yeah. Or you know what? If you don't want to buy me a drink or you don't want to take me to dinner, buy me a box of tampons. Or just, like, don't ask me out. Yeah. Actually, yeah. If you're not up for <laughs> taking me out on a first date and paying for it, try. I'm not interested. So, thanks, but no thanks. Also, this is coming from probably one of the most, like, giving people I've ever met in my entire life. Like, Thank you Elle, for truly, that. to her core. <laughs> I know she sounds a little crazy sometimes on here but literally she dated a man that slept in a sleeping bag so like she's really willing to put up with some bullshit but also like she truly is like whatever her person needs yeah she's there i'm a great partner yeah i'm a great friend absolutely it's like just the first day like prove to me that you can check these, like, few boxes. And yeah. again, it goes back to the whole conversation of, like, effort. Yeah. And if you can't plan a date, if you can't pay for me on one date or, like, just follow through on this one expectation mm-hmm. that I have, mm-hmm. then that's throwing red flags to every other expectation I have in my life. Because truly, planning a date and buying a drink or two. Yeah. And maybe a dinner. And again, you guys are planning these dates. Right. You don't have to take us to the most expensive place in Bellevue or no. wherever. Yeah. Uh, Red Robin. Done. <laughs> easy. I love. LOL. Like, I'm easy breezy. Beautiful cover girl. Obviously. I, like, literally, I'm so unpicky. I don't care. It's the effort and yeah. the thought and the follow through mm-hmm. that matters so much more than where we eat or what we get or what we do. 100%. And also, like, I don't really care how much money you make. Yeah. I don't really care what you do. Yep. I don't, like, the thing that I really care about is, like, how are you as a human being? Are you kind? Mm -hmm. Are you respectful? Can you follow through? It's, like, very basic things Mm -hmm. that, unfortunately, I think it, like, people overlook them. Yeah. Because I think men think women want... The stars um, and moon and sun. Yeah. And, like, sure, it would be nice, but that's not, that's not, that's not like, a prerequisite at all whatsoever. Yep. Just be decent. Yeah. It's really not hard. I'm also, like, I'm not in a place that I feel super comfortable with, like, how much I make or even the job yeah. that I have. And yeah. I would like the opportunity to grow with somebody. Like, For you sure. don't have to be settled in your career. You don't have yeah. to be the CEO of a company. You don't have to have your life together at all because I don't by any means yeah I mean a little bit of your life together would be nice sure (laughs) like a job yeah a car yeah not living at home yeah but like that's not really that hard to do right in my personal opinion I would agree so like bare minimum once again the bar you guys hell (laughs) (laughs) It's just so easy to provide the bare minimum, and it's so easy to, easy to even go above bare minimum, but these men out here, they're doing, like, fucking army crawls under the bar. <laughs> it's like, come on! Avoiding it at all costs. Literally! <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on. <laughs> uh.
This one was for the girlies. Do you ever act more chill or easy breezy with a person you're dating? If so, why? 39% said yes, we are conditioned to be people pleasing. I would definitely agree. 10% said yes, my real personality would scare them away. To that I say, they're not for you. Mm -hmm. You should always, I mean, I know people on like the couple first dates are kind of on their best behavior, but well, not everyone. (laughs) But um, if you're not showing up authentically, how do you expect to like someone to actually care about you? Yeah. And then when you do start showing your true colors, that's the switch up yeah and you're also going into it like as a lie yeah which you wouldn't want the other person to do at all no so just show up be you if they don't like you that's not for you yeah exactly and move on and you'll find somebody else I think that's something that I used to do a lot when I was younger is like I would try to be the person that I thought they wanted me to be Mm mm-hmm because I was either insecure or I just wanted so badly to be liked that I would do whatever I thought was needed. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, this is me. Take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. And most people leave it. <laughs> but, but at least I know who I am. Okay, so... <laughs> said no I show up I show up to everything authentically love that and 10% said yes I'm playing hard to get which I also like can understand like you don't want to go full throttle right away but like if you're compromising your authentic self that's a non-starter and it's Mm -hmm. not gonna work out for you in the end yeah so just don't um I also had a couple people so I made like a little section for you to write in answers if you wanted to so one person said yes I act and usually am like a cool girl but I need to be baby sometimes too (laughs) that was me (laughs) that was Lolo I and like genuinely I'm a very like low maintenance girl Mm -hmm. I'm a very low maintenance girlfriend I really don't need that much yeah you are very low maintenance but sometimes, like, I need to be coddled. Yeah. Like, I, it's almost like because I don't expect anything out of, like, 364 days out of the year, that one last day of the year, yeah. I want, like, a date. I want flowers. I want you to drive me around. Like, yeah. I want, like, all of this because I haven't gotten any of it. Yeah. Which isn't fair. Really. No, I think that's completely fair. But, like, I should... I should better communicate in relationships that I want those things consistently. Mm-hmm. So it's not like all of a sudden at one point I explode and need you all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Like I okay. should valid or like I should explain that I do need stuff more often consistently. Yeah. 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 And not just every once in a while. Yeah, for sure. And I think for me at least I would not say I'm low maintenance. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'm, like, the most... I'm not the most high maintenance, but I'm definitely, like, you know... I'm not low maintenance. That's what I'll say. Uh, I think you come in hot and then you settle down. Maybe, yeah. I just... I'm someone who needs a lot of, like, reinforcing validation. Mm -hmm. Not because I'm insecure, necessarily, it's more so, like, I just want to be sure that we're on the same page, mm-hmm. like, at all times. And I think that comes down to communication more than anything. And, like, validation to me means communication. Mm-hmm. Like, we are communicating. We are on the same page. If there's, you know, something that I'm doing that you don't like, you're telling me that. We're working through it together, vice versa. Um, and little things like bringing me home flowers mm-hmm. or, you know saying I want to take you on this date be ready at this time just like little things of little uh acts of service I guess are like go such a long way yeah acts of service is definitely my biggest love language Mm -hmm. um 
And I feel like yours is words of affirmation. Yeah. Which is why, like, communication for you is such a big deal. And it's not even necessarily always, like, you don't need to always be praised. Right. Just communicate with me. What's going on? What's in your head? Mm, What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, if you want to tell me I'm beautiful, I'm not going to hit you no but well, I won't hit you anyway I was gonna say regardless <laughs> not a violent girly no violence no violence here. here um I do think I have a praise kink though you know I, I could see that sometimes I could get behind it too yeah but then I'm kind of like okay yeah I mean there's an extent to where it's like all right shut the fuck up yeah I get it yeah I know I'm amazing okay <laughs> I don't need to hear from you, too. Um, yeah, okay. So. <laughs> you don't want to read anyone else's? So yeah, there's one other one. So someone said, authentic when things are good, people please when things are tough, but I hate that I'm like that, lol. I can, yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Yeah. I definitely am one <clears throat> that is more willing to always give Mm-hmm. Then I am willing to ask. I like never want to ask for mm-hmm. help. Yeah, I never want to ask for anything. Yeah, like I will carry all the groceries and all by myself. Like I've had a bad day, but like if you've had a bad day too, we're dealing with yours, not mine. Like I'm always very much about the other person. Yeah, I, I'm kind of like that to an extent, but I'll be super passive aggressive about it. Mm-hmm. So like. If I've had a, a hard day and, like, I'm carrying in the groceries and you're just, like, dilly-dallying on your phone, I'll be huffing and puffing. You will know <laughs> that I do not want to be carrying these groceries right now. Uh-huh. And, like, little, like, in past relationships, all of my boyfriends have always, like, done that sort of thing. Like, they'll carry my bag. They'll carry my shopping. They'll carry my groceries, whatever. And, like, little things like that are so nice. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's almost, like, romantic, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. That's what I, like, in a couple episodes yeah. when I was talking about, like, non-romantic foreplay, like, that's what I meant. Non-sexual foreplay. Yes. Yeah. 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 Of, like, this is hot. Yeah. I like this. I like yeah. watching this. You're more doing this, that for please. me? Oh. Do more. For me? Yeah. I Into love. it. Love. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this, I just wanted to know, what have you learned about dating etiquette? I loved this one. So let's see what people had to say. Okay, so someone said, something that I've learned about dating etiquette is that I need to take my time getting to know someone. Less is more. So maybe they mean, like, not going on a marathon date. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe not, like, texting a bunch before meeting them. Mm -hmm. Something along those lines. A man said, you should confirm dates earlier because some people need more time to get ready. Yes! We're cool. learning! We're learning! I love that for you. <laughs> um, I wrote something in here, but because someone DM'd me it, um, and they said, going, or I'm contemplating my approach with dating now and reevaluating my wants and how I go about getting my needs met in a respectful way. Which love. is great. Love that. Yeah. Um, someone else said, always have a convo or clear communication before dipping, if that's what you need to do. Respect. Mm-hmm. One woman said, some men want you to offer to tip if they pay for the first date. She said, I didn't know that was the polite thing to do. I've never heard that. I have. Okay. And c- just because, I mean, one of our mutual friends will like, if the guy like offers to pay for the whole thing and she offers to split and he says no, then she'll follow up with like, I'll pay for the tip then mm-hmm. because it's still trying to put out effort. Like I'm still interested and I'm still vested and it's not all up to you. Like just, I think going above and beyond to be nice and kind and maybe a little bit of, I don't know. Like maybe- I think that's just people pleasing. Like I think that's, I think women are internalizing being thought of as greedy by not offering a tip or not offering to pay. But I, 
I mean, you guys know what my stance is on this, so I don't need <laughs> to go into it anymore. Um, and one other person said, I like a slow burn. It isn't for everyone, but communication is important and takes time to learn. So yeah, I think, I think if anything, like if people are, maybe not from this podcast or from my hump days, but I think people are becoming aware that you a slow burn is fine it's like better actually 100 because if you're going real fast you're gonna burn out mm-hmm. okay so i asked you to dm me your best and worst first date stories and no one sent me their best i only got worse thank god and i got a lot of them and we're already at like an hour so i'm not gonna read all of them but i'll just choose a couple that are all right so this woman said my worst date we met online vibed over text quickly planned a date vibed in person went back to my place and started hooking up and all he wanted me to do was lick his nipples the entire time (laughs) like not touch him not kiss him no oral no penetration just licking his nipples until he came not here to kink shame at all and honestly i probably could have gotten gotten with it if I had already had feelings for him but I feel like that is a not that is not a first date first hookup out of the gates situation and I was just like oh my god stop that's wild she said it was a wild ride and I'd be licking one and he'd he'd be like moaning and then then randomly tell me to switch (laughs) but I couldn't understand the rhythm of what he wanted me to do (laughs) Oh my god. Oh god, so funny. That would be a wild one, but honestly, if you know what you like, you know what you like. Yeah. So get yours. <laughs> oh no. Okay, so this person said, or this woman said, my worst dating story was my one and only Tinder date before I met my husband. First red flag, he had me pick him up, and second red flag, he was way shorter than he said. So we went downtown San Diego, and we were going to get sushi and go to a movie. Well, before dinner, he asked to stop at H&M to get a new outfit, and this man changed his whole outfit down to the shoes. So then we had a very awkward sushi date because he mostly just stared and giggled, and when the check came, he said, well, this is embarrassing, but I spent all my money on this outfit at H&M. So I paid, which is whatever, but he still wanted to see the movie. So again, I stupidly paid, and we went to the world's most boring movie, where again, he kept staring at me. And once I decided to look back at him, he kissed me. (gasps) Except, he just gave me a peck on the nose. (laughs) Now, any sane human would have dipped out after that movie, but he wanted to go to Outback Steakhouse for a blooming onion and a soda, which again, I paid for. Stop. (laughs) Then later that night, before I even had the chance to block him... He sent me a link to a YouTube video of a love song and told me this was how he felt about me. And if that wasn't bad enough, he then asked if I'd pay for a hotel room and take his virginity. And that's when he finally got blocked. (laughs) Oh my god. How wild is that? You know what, if anything, this just shows the lengths that women are willing to go to for like a good date. Or not even a good date. It's people pleasing. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Or, like, not even, like, just try not to rock the boat. Like, yeah. Not create any kind of tension or hard feelings or issues or yeah. animosity. For sure. Okay. <sighs> I'm going to do one more. So, this woman said I went on a Tinder date one time, and after dinner, we went for a walk in the park. The park was closed, so we had to jump the gates. During the walk, he casually mentioned he had a gun on him. (laughs) Are you laughing because you know who it is? Absolutely. Immediately. (laughs) Me, not liking that, dark, alone, with a kind of a stranger who had a gun, I made him give me the gun to hold. No idea how to use a gun. Spent the rest of the walk with me holding the gun very carefully. LOL. Went on a second date with him, too. Dude. Ugh, it was a wild time. That's so crazy. If someone said they had a gun on them while I was with them, I don't know what I would do. I would freak the fuck out, I think. It was, like, towards the end of the date, so I think she felt comfortable enough to know that 
I mean, she was assuming that he wasn't psychotic, but honestly, you never know. Yeah. But I guess, like, in the moment, you're kind of sussing out the vibes. and Also, I feel like it's better that he was honest rather than hiding the fact and keeping it from her. I guess it depends on the approach of, like... Yeah, like, if you were, like, I have a gun, by the way, I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna die. (laughs) Bet. Yeah. I think we got some fan mail. Stop. Yeah. Let's check the emails. I'm gonna cream my jeans. (laughs) Uh. Yes. (gasps) (laughs) The, The subject line, fan mail, coming in hot. Oh, my god okay hey ladies okay the let's talk about sex part two and bamboozled and bisexual episodes absolutely spoke to my soul and were exactly what i needed bless up love (laughs) i can't tell you how many times i've been shamed or fought about etc over my body count which is not even high like 18 over 15 fucking years eye roll Also, have been shamed very specifically on people I've slept with that perhaps my partner didn't agree with or like. Mm. Even when it was a very coerced situation and wasn't even something I wanted. I've had that argument about coercion and not knowing how to say no and had it thrown in my face as complete bullshit. (laughs) I was told that women are the ones in complete control, that we can say no anytime we want, that we decide who we sleep with. Gross. So truly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for this discussion and validating my feelings and experiences. That's nice. I love that and I hate that all at the same time for you. I'm so sorry. That's so shit. I hope that you're not with them anymore. Yeah, I really hope that. Barf, city. Yeah, not cool. I wish, I wish that every man got to live a day in the life, not even a week, and I would like it to be the week that you're on your period. <laughs> a few days before, yeah. the day that it starts, yeah. and a few days after. Absolutely. And in that time, you get coerced into having sex because you are scared to say no. Like, yeah. terrified yeah, to the depths of your being. She also goes on to say, the bisexual chat. Wow, so relatable. Never actually had that convo with anyone or heard other queer girls speak on it. Every single point or struggle was so valid. Being bi is such a weird space to be in, TBH. Just a constant limbo. One thing that wasn't touched on that I personally struggled with or have experienced is not so much fear, but hesitancy in being super open for me is the response from straight female friends. Feeling like they are then kind of weirded out or take compliments as me hitting on them or making things weird around other things that would typically just be normal things girlfriends do around each other. Like changing in the same space, for example. Chill, sis. Not trying to fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, thanks so much for being so authentic and for being an absolute riot. Much love. Her name. Ugh. Love you, queen. So nice. Um, Yeah, I guess we didn't really talk about how, like, our girlfriends receive us or perceive us as being bisexual. You know what I mean? I personally don't think that any of my friends have ever cared or felt like uncomfortable in my presence because of my I don't think so either sexuality yeah Yeah. but like I I could definitely see that being something of concern like I think when I first came out I was a little bit hesitant for that reason but yeah also like I am very separate when it comes to friends and people that I'm interested in dating or hooking up with. So. Yeah, I think it was probably a little bit easier. The first people I ever told in my life that were female friends also were queer. Mm. So I knew that they would be obviously very accepting. Yeah. And or had like queer family members. So they, I knew that everyone I was going to tell was going to be a safe space. Yeah. And mm. I just don't think I personally in my life have anyone that would act differently towards me like that was just never really a hesitation for me right so I think if that is a concern of yours obviously it's completely valid yeah 100% um and you don't have to tell anyone yeah 
you don't have to come out. I think that's one of the biggest things about being queer is the constant feel or pressure to Mm -hmm. come out all the time to everyone. You don't have to tell a single soul. Yeah. If you want to, by all means, scream it from the sky. And if your friends make you feel like they're uncomfortable being Mm -hmm. in the same room as you changing or anything like that, like that's on them. That's not you. Yeah. And, like, that's super shitty of them to make you feel that way. And maybe you, I, like, maybe you need to separate your friendship a little bit. And, like, I mean, honestly, at the root, like, homophobic. Because yeah, just because you're attracted to someone doesn't mean that you're going to, like, immediately hit on them or be creepy towards them. Yeah. Also, if you guys have been friends for a long time, like, she, they should know your character and how you are. Like, that's just... Yeah. Just because you tell them now doesn't mean that the flip is going to switch in your head. Yeah. But yeah, definitely an interesting point to bring up. Thank you so much for writing to us. I'm so glad that people are feeling like we are, you know, validating some things for them and helping them work through things. Like one of my favorite things. I know we kind of already talked about it a little bit, but yeah. Okay. I think we're going to go finish Love is Blind. Oh yeah, we are. And I'm not going to think about Irina and I being lookalikes. Literally, you guys couldn't look more unalike. Thank you so much. <laughs> Everyone tell Elle how much she doesn't look like Irina, please. Sign Immediately. <laughs> right now. Okay, we love you so much. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.